T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Speaking of the Eagles, a little more Eagles news. Sources say their star pass rusher, Hassan Reddick, has received permission to seek a trade. The Eagles, of course, acquired him in free agency, double-digit sacks. Both of the last two years, a pro bowler, been one of the best players off the edge, wants to get paid again. Do not be surprised if he gets paid elsewhere, a potential big-time addition somewhere in the NFL. Why? Why Excuse me? Welcome back. (laughs) Midday show, Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. Are <laughs> uh, we a little Eagles news and not great news? Uh, yesterday, before the game started, there was uh, Ian Rapport talking about Hassan Reddick. So the Eagles have given him permission to seek a trade, which is a little bit similar to what we saw with uh, Darius Slay last March. He eventually ended up back here. I'm not sure if Reddick is going to end up back here, but I don't think they should trade him. Like I understand he's got a, he's probably a malcontent right now. He wants more money. I remember the discussion we had last summer. Remember when he wasn't practicing? And yes. It was like. Should they adjust little, his contract? Little finger, I had a little finger or something. Yeah. Finger. And then he played, and he played pretty good this year. Not yeah. as good as last year, but some of that was coaching end of the season. They had him drop it back. Here's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at a defense right now that has, I don't know, three or four good players. And he was one of them. He's one of them. So <laughs> I'm not trading him away. He could be as unhappy as he wants. He's under contract. I would keep him here. What do you think on this? Because this is about to become a major Eagle story. Like Chris say, allow me to cook a little bit, Joe. Because I like the best part about this story for me is that I had the whole weekend to kind of mill it over mm. a little bit. And I was kind of like you in the beginning. Because I was thinking, like, man, why, why does he want to leave? They're, they're, we're seeking a trade. And then I got to thinking about, like, pass rushers and, and how hard they are to find and everything. And I was trying to figure out what category would you put uh, Passan Reddick is. I think he's more in the category of a, a, a Michael Parsons, like an edge guy that doesn't play the run that great instead of a Miles Garrett, an all-around defensive end. And I got to thinking, why would they grant him a trade? And I was like, yeah, it might be because he was a bit of a – and I don't know this to be true, and I'm going like you, I'm going to tie this up for you in a minute if you give me a moment. But I was just going back in the history of, of like, malcontent pass rushers and being traded from teams that, you know, they felt like they were a cancer mm. And one name jumped in my head immediately, and I was like, hey, that's you. That, that's that's who you were. <laughs> you, you see were, yourself when you, when you were in New York. Because I, I never get because uh, Jeffrey Lurie loves to tell me this story all the time. And he was like, yeah, well, we got you from New York. They didn't think you were going to amount to much. <laughs> they thought because you were malcontent, yada, yada, yada. And I got to thinking, I'm like, hmm, if they're allowing him to request a trade or grant a trade, then he must be. And again, I don't know this for certain. This is me speculating that there must be something going on. 
And then there's not, it's not like my uh, assessment isn't warranted because there was some conversation that was had mm. in the offseason about him and not being happy and, you know, things of that nature. So maybe that's the case. I don't know. But it's just weird to, that you're willing to trade away tra- uh, pass rushers like that, especially in this league where it's a passing league and you got to get to the quarterback. So you would trade him if he didn't want to be here? I think if he – if you can't – the one thing about it, if you don't want to be here, you can't make anybody be here. I mean, it's, it's one of those things. you got to be happy where you're playing. Well, I understand that. And, Hugh, that's an interesting comment. Money, so, money does make him happy. Of course. And they, he happy. wanted that last summer. They didn't do it. And, and they did draft Nolan Smith in the first round, I think, in part because they knew this was coming. 215-592-9494. Look, I don't like keeping unhappy players. If you don't want to be here, I'm usually in the camp of, all right, let's just move on from this guy. And maybe I'll get there. But as of today... After watching the Super Bowl last night, after watching Nick Bosa He's get like, no, don't let wait, him go. I watched Bosa get ten pressures last night. Chris Jones wrecked that game for the 49ers offense, really from start to finish. We don't have enough good defensive players. If we lose this guy, can I can I throw a man, name? Man, they don't can have I, enough. Can I throw a name out there? Go ahead. That's probably gonna give a whole bunch of people heartburn yep. when I say it. Sure. Nolan Smith. Do you think he's ready? He he has to be. If, he if, has to be in like, when different. I when I when I look at when I look at potential, let me just Potential alone, because I, I feel like coaching matters, and especially now when we're talking about potentially moving on from a really good pass rush who gave you, what, 20-some-odd sacks in the two seasons that he was here. Uh, I think over 30 when you added okay, up. Or, 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 I, it yeah. might, maybe around maybe 30. 30. But, yeah. you know, you know me and math, you know what I'm saying. I'm, that's gonna, I'm always fall back on that one. But uh, I think that if he's coached up, he could be that guy. He could, he could be somebody that can be very, very disruptive. In the passing game, I've seen I've seen flashes of it, but it's just to me like he's almost like um, a car, a super fast car with bad brakes. No, like you need to, no, yeah, yeah, you need to you need to kind of coach him up a little bit. I think he can be somebody who, if we get the right coaching staff here, because coaching matters, man. And I think that was one of the biggest things that we lacked last year outside of the talent. Talent was a big deal, but I think the fact that guys looked like they weren't being coached up, either they weren't being coached up. Or they weren't receiving the coaching that they were given. Mm. I think if you give him the, the, that ability or, or give him that, he'll be a better player. So yeah, I'm willing to let Hassan Reddy go. Ooh boy, I I am worried about this. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. I'm not surprised we're here. I remember the conversation we had in August about should they redo the contract? Should they not? I this day was probably inevitable because he doesn't feel like he's paid on the level he is. By the way, it's 27 sacks as an Eagle. When you add the playoffs in last year, he's at 30 and a half. So it's a lot. I mean, he's had a big two years as an Eagle. I think he's underpaid for the player he is. He'd be willing to move on. I, I'm just, I'm telling him no. Like, you have, you're under contract. You're coming back. Or if you want to hold out, cool. Just miss a year and don't, go, don't get the free agency the next year and don't get your money. Kyle, where are you as the uh, in Rapport set off a bomb yesterday that yeah. Hassan Reddick is being allowed to seek a trait? I think it is insane to be okay with letting Hassan Reddick go the best player on this defense. Uh, you don't let 16 and a half sacks uh, at, his, at his peak walk out the door. He's got a lot of great football left in him. I am not confident that Nolan Smith is going to just step right in and be the Hassan Reddick. Like, we had this discussion a little bit last week. How can the Eagles get back to being competitive, like closer to parade, rebuild? Yep. How far away is the defense? It's hinging on Hassan Reddick. If Hassan Reddick's here, the defense is a lot closer than I think people want to give it credit for. And if Hassan Reddick's gone, we are screwed. We are not competing for a Super Bowl next season if Hassan Reddick is not here. So they need to do whatever it takes to make this right with him. I don't know, Kyle. I hear what you're saying. Like, as far as, like, and I <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this because I did not 
like playing the run when I had to play. Well, that's why he reminds you of you. <laughs> but <laughs> you he, see him. <laughs> but but he was a liability in the run game, man. Like, I, I, and I love Hassan. But let's just be we're being real here and not say. And I'm not sitting here trying to say that having uh, Nolan Smith out there, he's going to be a better run player. I'm not saying that. But if you're talking about, like, I'm just looking at it from a production standpoint. If we figure out a way, because we still have the person that we can run a 3-4 defense and we can move guys around and, and we, could, we could make it so that, they, like, Nolan won't be such a liability in the run game, so you take some of that pressure off of him. Well, but in the passing game, I think we, could, we, could, we, can, make, we can make up for that. I, I, I really do. I just think you don't pay Hassan Reddick or you're going to pay Hassan Reddick to be a run star. Like, was our run game – uh, run defense bad because of Son Reddick or because Jordan Davis was overweight or because N'Kobe Dean couldn't well, fill the gap. Like I put that more on the guys that I think are meant to stop that than our pure pass rusher, Son Reddick. Like that's what he does best. They're dropping him into coverage, dude. There, there there's something to that. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. There's something to that, but I also feel like here's here's what's going on with the Eagles right now. We got a lot of cash that we're gonna have to pay. We're gonna have to go into free agency. And try to figure out some of these holes. Like, like I've been a big advocate for letting the young guys play. You know that. You know how I feel about that, Joe, and I've been saying that for the last couple of weeks, man. But the reality of the situation is you're going to have to go in free agency and pay somebody. And you're going to have to overpay. Then you got to pay skinny Batman. We got a lot of money. Oh, pay more offense. No, and no, no I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, Joe, I'm just saying. Th- this is where we are. This is, this is what our genius, Howie, has. This is where we are. And we have to do a better job of coaching up these young cats, man. We can't have everything. Everything that we need in the offseason, we're not going to be able to afford. So it's just like when you're building a race car. Are you going to go get the engine or are you going to get the air filter? Like, you know what I mean? Which one is more important? Which one's going to give you more horsepower? Are you going to change out the hoses or all this other stuff? There's ways that you can still get bang for your buck if you're in a, in a, in a race car instead of just purchasing an engine all the time. You can, and you could find different ways. Get you some ways. good timing yeah. belts, some good pulleys yeah. and whatnot. I'm just worried we have no tires on this car. Yeah. air filters. There's no brakes on this nah, thing. Yeah, we can't yeah. stop anything. All right. yeah, you better get them brakes yeah. first. Yeah, you need some brakes. alright two one 215-592-949 for your reaction to the Hassan Reddick report yesterday. I wouldn't trade him. Hugh would be open to the idea of a trade. Of course, your reaction to last night, Mahomes doing it again. Andy Reid, are you happy for him or a little jealous as he wins another Super Bowl? And uh, your guess for Hughes Clues. I just want to point this out. because I, I pulled up the Eagles depth chart, okay? And I know there's a lot of time between now and the season. But I was thinking about last night. Like, if I say to you who are the three or four best defensive players on both teams last night, you guys could reel off names pretty easy, right? Like yeah. Bosa and Greenlaw, who unfortunately got hurt. Warner. Those names pop out, right? The Chiefs. Chris Jones. And you could put up Snead and McDuffie. <laughs> yeah. All right, ready? Kaloftis. Karloftis, if I if I take Reddick off this defense, you, I just wrote down the four best players on the Eagles defense right now without Reddick. Sweat, my young guys. Sweat, yes. Slay, Carter, and Davis. I wouldn't put. I, I don't. I mean, Slay's okay. Okay. okay so, know. but if we take, but who are the four best? That's what I mean. The defense stinks. I think it starts with the with the uh, the front four. Obviously, I like Sweat. I like those. Or sweat, three. Sweat, Carter, Carter, Davis, Davis. Who's the fourth one? Reed? I guess I had to go. I had to go. I had to go. Yeah, I, I, I better quit sliding slate, even though he. It's probably still slight. Stop following me on the Twitter. Yeah, we blocked <laughs> me. I'm still going to give him his credit. What do you think about that, Kyle? A defense where your four best players next year are Sweat, Slay, Carter, and Davis. Where are you going? Uh, He's not happy. Nowhere. 
No, probably not. I mean, I, stop being like that, y'all. We got we got options. Well, I was literally just talking to Jack, and we were discussing the are fact you, that if are you if talking to Jack, it's a good question. <laughs> he said if he lined up against Nolan Smith as an offensive lineman, ten uh, ten uh, snaps, no, no, that Nolan uh, Smith would maybe get two sacks. No, I come agree. on, Jack, Nolan's Jack not would, ready. Jack would get dragged all across the field. He would be heavy. Soon as Jack put the helmet on and got in the stands, he would be heavy pan. He'd be tired. He, he, Jack just talking, man. Oh, yeah, like, stop it, listening to Jack, I mean, man. Jack just be talking. Yeah, Jack's wrong on that. But, it, but his point is that Nolan's not ready, and I, I think he's with right that. on that. Yeah. You got to coach him up, man. Like, th- this is where – Do we have miracle workers okay, or coaches? Okay, th- this is where it's going to get Joe. It's going to get a little uncomfortable. I'm already uncomfortable. <laughs> Joe is going to be a little uncomfortable. We just got gassed but, by the Cardinals but, in December. Joe, but what I'm trying to tell you, this is what you have to believe in. Do you believe in Andy Reid and, and, and his formula? Yeah. We got to kind of follow the same thing. We don't have Andy. We don't have Andy. But the formula is sound. You got to let these young puppies grow, man. You got to put these young puppies in position to to grow and learn how to play at this level. That's the only way we're going to get it done. So basically, we ain't got no money. you're telling me next year's for house we're house training the dogs. We got to. We're house training. Yeah, that that's a great analogy. Yeah, but you know what happens when you house train Yeah, they poop. They accidents and poop off. Well, Joe, what else are we gonna do? We ain't got no bread. No, we ain't got no bread. I'm gonna keep Hassan ready. Listen, I'm gonna we do. got. A, we got. We if we pay Hassan ready, we really ain't gonna have no bread. Yeah, I see. I see what this is about. You just want to spend no, on offensive I'm, players. No, there no. is one former defensive oh, star in this room, and it's wait, me. Okay, wait, okay, That's me. No, okay, defensive okay. star. Okay, yeah. okay. Let, let, let if let, you let, listen to the two of us, who is a star defensive player? Me or you? Listen, me. Listen to what I'm. Listen to what I'm saying, though. Just, just, just for two seconds. Devontae Smith is more important right now to this offense than Hassan Reddick. Would you agree with that? Well, to the team, you need to keep him long term. Sure, I get that. Okay, so with that being said, Hassan Reddick wants bread that we are not willing to give him. Should have gave him and, the last summer. And it's a good chance that he's a malcontent. I agree with that part. There's a good chance that he's a malcontent because that's why they're like we have to read between the lines in this situation, and for him to be allowed to seek a trade. There's something more to that. So, you know, that's what it is. So we have to be comfortable with the coaching staff that we have being able to coach. We got Coach No Neck. Let Coach Hurts get him right. That's his job. Yeah, he is a Coach no-neck, him up. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe he, maybe he could coach him up. I'm just – if you give me a defense without any good players, it's going to yeah, be hard. Be, but we got we to gotta figure out these young puppies can bite, man. Whew. We got to figure All out right, these young puppies can bite. Let's go back to the phones here. A lot to discuss here. KCJ in the Poconos. What's up, KCJ? Gentlemen, it's a marvelous Monday for some of us. I'm sure it is, as you, a Chiefs fan, uh, can revel here in another championship. What are you feeling today? Um, I just wanted to clear a few things up that I because I listen uh, to from the start of the show. Uh, you guys were saying that you give Andy Reid a lot of credit for drafting Mahomes, but actually Veach is the one that found him and barked up the tree for three <laughs> years till they took him. Uh, okay, uh, in we're, the draft. That's so the show Veach we did and, last week, by the way. Veach, thank you. Um. Um. And what else I wanted to say was what I took away from the game last night is how important coaching is. Hugh, you talked about it a little bit earlier. Like, um, not just what Andy did, uh, but no one's given credit to Spagnola. I think he should have been the, the MVP of the game, not Mahomes. I well, mean, KCJ, that... I, think he, I think we're at the point now. And part of this is just I mean, um, happenstance because he wasn't a great head coach, so he came back to Andy. But I, you can make a real case. He's, Steve Spagnuolo is the best and most decorated defensive coordinator in the history of pro Jim football. Jim Johnson, disciple. Yep. Not, not just that. He's a Hall of Famer because he's the only coordinator, offensive or defense, to win four Super Bowls. 
That's interesting, the Hall of Fame thing. Now, but there's another this side. Is the coordinator to it. in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I don't. Well, is Dick, I would think if if Dick is Dick Blow. Dick, Dick, Dick Blow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I Dick Blow. How about that D, baby? I don't. I don't know if they get in or not, but I'm just saying he deserves more credit so, than what we're hearing. Yeah, you know, you know what the weird part about it is, and I'm not trying to knock him. Part of the reason we're talking about Steve Spagnuolo like this is because he was a bad head coach. Usually, yeah. like you move on to become a head coach, and then that's why we don't talk about you right. as much as a coordinator. It just happened to work out. I, he's a great coordinator, KCJ, I, no I just, question. I just, see, I just see last night that the coaching came in all aspects of the play. I mean, Dave Tobb, the special teams coach, um, you know, the blocked extra point was oh, one of yeah. the biggest plays in the game. Um and I think our only real weakness, and it showed this year, although not having the talent at wide receiver as we had in the past few years, I think having Maggie back at offensive coordinator really hurt them. It's the only weak link in the coaching tree, and I think the enemy will be coming back next year. And then uh, It wouldn't we'll shock real- me. I did see that he came in during Super Bowl. We could talk to him. KCJ, enjoy it. Uh, obviously, he's a Chiefs fan home. there. Let me come on home. Yeah. Um, so hey. he did mention before you correct what you said a minute ago. <laughs> he did mention uh, the block, the blocked field uh, extra point, uh-huh. and the special teams gaffe that the Niners had. You know, the Patriots had this kind of luck in some of these Super Bowls where things would go their way. Yeah. Like, the, Ch- the Chiefs last night had a blocked extra point, which changed the whole score oh, of the game. Yeah. And then that ball that went off the Niners, like the blocker's foot on the on the uh, punt return, that set up an easy touchdown. Yes, it did because they were not like that's the thing they weren't driving the length of the field. Yeah. That was tough, except for a couple times where they went two minute. When they went two minute, they, they look moved. they look efficient. But yeah, yeah. And by the way, it's Dick LeBeau. Is it? well, is Dick, I would think if if Dick is LeBeau. Dick Blow, Dick, 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 Dick. <laughs> you cut that. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, <laughs> you cut that. I can't believe you cut that. Well, to be fair, it's not a name we've spoken about a lot lately. <laughs> No. Dick LeBeau's name has kind of fallen on the radar the last few months. It is now going to be a big part of this show moving if, forward. Is Dick, Dick LeBeau? <laughs> All right, OG Wade and Chester. What's up, OG? What's up, OG? How we doing today? What's up, man? <laughs> hey, listen. On this note here, right, on this Hassan Reddick thing, yep. you got to be able to read the tea leaves, Joe. And the number one leaves you need to read is he lost the C off of his chest last year. All right? So that lets you know that you've got a situation going on. Secondly, when you hear Sweat as post-game interviews, he was very frustrated that there was players on the defense that was out there freelancing and not doing what they were supposed to have been doing. Chase, he said, chasing numbers. Who do you think he's talking about? He's talking about Hassan Reddick, OG. Exactly. And so, so I think you're right about this. And I, But I go back to the Eagles last summer. They could have adjusted his contract. He's chasing numbers because he wants a new contract. Well, listen, that's not how that goes, though, Joe. Sure it is. You know what I'm saying? In this game of this thing, of when you're under contract, and especially when you're only on the second leg of that contract, you don't get no damn uh, – the fact that you had 16 sacks, that's why you got the damn contract. That's why we brought you here, to do things like that. So you want us to reward you more money for doing what the hell we paying you to do? To me, that's crazy. So, And, and to Kyle's point – Kyle said he's the best player. He's this, he's that. Well, him being the best player on defense, having double-digit sacks, our defense was still ranked 30th. So having him didn't benefit you. Well, not this, pa- not this past year, but the year before. Exactly. The year before, right. he's on a Super Bowl so defense. We can't, think of, we can't talk about the year before. We can only talk about what the hell you did. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, okay, so but hold on. OG, let's talk about what they're going to do. If he's not here next right. year, this defense has th – their best four players would be Sweat, Slay, Carter, and Davis. You're not and stopping I, I, any I good offense with, with that. that. I disagree with that. You left one out. Who? Milton Williams came on big, so you can take Davis out and put Milton Williams in there. And then what you have to do is you have an opportunity to take Nolan Smith, who has the talent that he has, and without paying him – $20 million a year, you can get like unto effort and numbers out of them if like you play them like enough. Unto. When you put a player out there <laughs> and you put them in motion, they're going to compile numbers. Nolan Smith only didn't compile numbers because he didn't have the opportunity. So I'm not saying that Nolan Smith, you could just plug anybody in there. I'm telling you that Nolan Smith runs a 4-3 at the DN. He has, the, he has multiple abilities to do most things, and he stands out more so than Reddick at that line. So don't 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 take lightly what Nolan Smith can do. Give that young fella a chance, and if Reddick wants out, I do not want to force a player to be somewhere that he don't want to be. And I understand that. I, typically, yeah. I don't either. OG, give us a guess for Hughes Clues. Who are we talking about today? Um, I forgot what the hell the damn topic was. <laughs> we t- <laughs> uh, I mean, these two guys were uh, – Acting duo. Yes. Oh, uh, that's um, your boy. Uh, um, goddamn. They just did the Dunkin' Donut commercial last night. Um, uh, Lopez's uh, husband. Uh, that joker's name. Mm. <laughs> he said Lopez's husband. You know what I'm talking about. You gotta about. give us a name. I think you're, you're on to it. What's the name? Uh, yeah, I'm on this song. I'm old too, man. So screw all you guys. Oh, gee, almost had it. He was, I mean, he's right there. Right there. He got frustrated. I know. It's clue one and a half by you, by the way. Clue one and a half? I mean, you basically just said OG was right there. Well, I mean, he was right. from he, his he I know. Was, he, he, he so was on to it. This is a layup for the next person. Well, he was on to it. Should, be. It. should I mean, be. He was on to it. All right, 215-592-9494. So the idea there that, that Nolan Smith is going to take that rollover. Okay. I'll play along. Nolan Smith, Okay. We have no depth at edge because he was the third guy. So now we have Noel Smith starting, and we have Hassan Reddick. I said, uh, Josh Sweat starting. Who's who's behind them? Yeah, we got to figure that out. We yeah. got to get some more pieces. Of but I, I feel like this team is going to be young defensively, and they're going to make mistakes. They're gonna, like you said, Joe. We're gonna have to put some some puppy pads down for a while. I think that's the theme but, of next season. Yeah, puppy, it's puppy pads. Pad. It's going to be some puppy pads because, you know, we always like talking hungry dogs run faster. <laughs> well, young puppies pee on pee on furniture <laughs> and they poop on all over the place. So that's where we are because that's what that's what we're going to be. We're going to have to figure out to pay skinny Batman and we're going to have to count on our offense. We've put ourselves in a situation where regardless to what we do defensively, we're not going to be up to speed at the beginning of the season. That's mm-hmm. a fact. So We've already put our, our, all our eggs into this offensive basket, so we're going to have to make sure that our offense gets off to the start that it needs to be off to in order for our young puppies to pee on the pad and learn how to be house trained when we need them to be house trained. It's the Andy Reid formula. It's the same thing they did last year in the Super Bowl to get those young corners going. That's why they had one of the best defenses, where they had the number one defense in the league. It's, can, it's, it's the truth. Can I do the Reed formula? Can we swap out Reed and Mahomes for what we got here or no? Are we allowed to do that? <laughs> no, I think, I think we, got the form, we got the pieces. We just need to figure out what that disconnect was. Well, that's important. All right, 215-592-9494. When you're, uh, when you're typing up the, uh, the podcast for this segment here, just call it 
Dick LeBeau and puppy pads. I think that sums it up pretty well. All right. Dick LeBeau. We'll get back to all your phone calls here. I think I'm going to get called to the office for that. 215-592-9494. Happy for Andy like you. Or do you feel a little jealousy this morning? Mahomes, he's the best. He's the best quarterback I've ever watched play, and that includes Tom Brady. And Hassan Reddick, your reaction to the rumors yesterday, the Eagles have allowed him to seek a trade. I wouldn't trade him. And you're going to have to hear this next because it's a big one. Jason Kelsey, you got to hear how he was speaking about the Eagles. It was a different kind of tone, different kind of word from Kelsey. We'll have that for you next. 215-592-9494 for Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. ESPN Bet is not live in Pennsylvania. As the official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today at New Year's to get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. Oh, what a play. Must be 21+. plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yeah, bad day for the Niners. Bad day for our buddies out in San Francisco. That is for sure. With their, uh, like, an hour and a half into their morning show out there, our buddies Bonta and, uh, and Joe, it's got to be rough. It ain't hit me back yet. Either. No, not yet. They were in their feelings, I'm sure. It probably, probably won't be nothing nice they're going to say, but, I mean, I kind of expect Well, listen, they, they, last year they laughed at us, <laughs> and now we can laugh at them as they, they lose a Super Bowl. They had a 10-point lead in last night. But, uh, the, obviously, the story is Mahomes and Reed. Unbelievable. Mahomes has now won three Super Bowls, down 10 in all of them. Andy Reid, three rings on his finger. 215-592-9494. Look, Andy's great. I I appreciate what he did here. I am overall happy for his success. I do have a twin of of jealousy, though, because it's there. It's like, man. One was like, oh, yeah, go Andy. And then last year was like, no, Andy beat the Eagles. And now it's like, how many is he going to win here? And when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, this is the biggest gap I've ever seen between the best player – and whoever the second best player in his sport since Michael Jordan, it, it surpasses LeBron 
and the gap between him and you know Kobe or Durant or Curry, whoever you thought was the second best in any time, certainly football. I didn't think the gap between Peyton Manning and Brady was as big as, as the gap between you know Mahomes and everybody else. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. And your chance to comment on the Hassan Reddick situation. The Eagles have granted a permission to seek a trade. I wouldn't move him. Hugh Wood, Jesse in Philly. What's up, Jesse? Jesse. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, Jesse. Jesse. What's up, buddy? I'm happy this morning, man. I enjoyed the game last night. I'm glad San Francisco got their mouth smacked. Um, you know, they keep whining. Uh, Chiefs are Chiefs are a really good football team, man. Andy Reid has, has gotten a lot better at coaching since he left Philadelphia. Um, they drafted that defense that really shut down the 49ers most of the game and, uh, you know, helped them all year because uh, the Chiefs' uh, offense obviously isn't – isn't what it used to be since they had to lose some of their skill position players. You, well, Jesse, um, you're right about that. They've done a great job drafting defense. Sneed is a tremendous player. McDuffie's tremendous. Karloftis. They, it's like the defense keeps them in it now, and then Mahomes just you know wins it at the end. Yeah, uh, I used to I used to hate hate on Mahomes, but um, after this year and seeing what he did, I, I've become a big fan of his. Uh, but the reason I really wanted to call is because these guys are talking about keeping Hassan Reddick. First and foremost, you got to have a guy that wants to be here, and obviously if he's looking for a trade, he doesn't want to be here. But second off, we're talking about the best player on our defense, mm-hmm. and, and we're, that's the defense that we said was horrible. So if you're a best player on a terrible defense, how good are you? Um, I, I'm not interested in having a guy here for a sack. He's a sack specialist, and he gets 11 sacks, and he's a liability, like you said, in the run game. Uh, he gets pushed around. He, he gets, uh, he's not disciplined, doesn't contain the edge. Um, you know, I don't think he deserves big time money. I mean, you look at Bosa Hutchinson, you look at, uh, you know, even the, uh, Jones from last night, mm-hmm. these guys move, move all over the line. They play the run. They rush the passer. They contain. I mean, those are big time edge rushers. You know, Reddick's the middle of the pack guy. Uh, so so Jesse, money. I, I don't think he's as good as Bosa. I don't think he's as good as Miles Garrett, he's but a, he's, he's not, he's not that type of player. Right, He's not an all around player. More, he's more of a Micah Parsons. Yeah. He's an, he's a r- pass rusher, but yeah. there is value. Uh, and, and, Jesse, there is value to that. It's not like that's not a valuable thing. It's, yeah, but he's 29 though. That's what I'm saying. He's he's older, and if he wants more money, I, the value is not there in my mind. We have so many other holes to fill. Let the guy go. Draft some young guys in the draft. Let's build this defense like the Chiefs did and see what happens. Well, we Je- that's probably back. where it's going to go, Jesse. Man, it's a good phone call, and I understand that. But like the idea that while well, we were 30th at defense with them, we could be 30th without them. We don't want to be 30th. I, w- I want to be top 10. I, no. I want to be a good defense, and I just think losing a good player is going to make it challenging. Yeah, I, and I hear what you're saying, Joe, but I, I think that as a fan, and, and this is how I'm thinking because I have no ill will towards Hassan Reddick. I like him. I like him a lot, and I feel like – this defense is going to suffer to a certain extent. But there are two things that are in play here. A couple things that are in play in my mind. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be here. He wants to be paid, and the Eagles don't want to pay him because they they probably feel like there's uh, other areas where they need to, to spend money, and he's not a priority to them. Number two, there's a good chance that he might be one of the issues that they were having in the locker room. And, again, this is all speculation on my part. Because when you think about the type of player that he is that we've already established, that you don't readily let those guys go. But like I said earlier, if he doesn't want to be here, you can't make him be here. And you're also trying to recapture the culture that puts you in position to be in the Super Bowl last year. So there's that that, that's in play. So there's so many different intangibles that go into this. And like I said, my own personal uh, dealings with stuff like this, I I I was a butthole. 
when it came to to uh, acting up in the locker room. I remember one time, uh, Coach Coach, who was it? Uh, who was it? the Tuna? Bill Parcells. Parcells. And he was in the meeting, and I'm just chirping, and I'm, you know, doing kind of like doing what I'm doing here, just talking around my mouth. And he was like, son, could you please be quiet? I'm trying to make a point here. And as soon as he stopped talking, I said, but when he leave, I'll be talking again. And he didn't, he didn't like that. He didn't like any of that stuff. So it's one of those things where when you're trying to establish a culture, especially in the position we're about to be in, we got a new coaching staff coming in. We got a new regime coming in. And to be honest, folks, we don't know what went wrong with this team. Why did it break down? So when the new guys come in, the first thing they're going to ask is who are the guys that want to be here? Who are the guys that want to be better? Hassan Reddick has made it clear he does not want to be here. He's asked for a trade. So you let you grant him what he wants, and you move on from that. that that's the bottom line with that. And there's a good chance that he might have been one of the cats that was, you know, one of the locker room lawyers. So I agree with you on that. I, I think there's a real chance he is a malcontent right now. I mean, he was kind of vocal with that. You know, sometimes malcontents is we don't hear them. Yeah. He was vocal. He didn't like being dropped back into coverage. Maybe he could give no answers. at the end. He was annoyed at the end of the season. Very much so. I, this traces back to last summer. I mean, the, 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 I'm not surprised by this news yesterday. He didn't practice like the first two weeks of camp. We, we talked about it. Some people were like, that's eh, not a big deal. He wanted a new contract. He was asked about it. He said, you know why. He wanted more money last summer. They didn't pay him. They went out there this year. They started dropping it back into coverage. So you can't put up stats to get his new contract. I, I get it. He's annoyed. My thing on this is, is simple. Are they going to be as good without him? I know they weren't good last year, but I'm looking to be good next year. And I think it's going to be hard, Kyle, for them to be a good defense next year if you subtract him. Yeah, and I don't know why. Like I, I want to give everybody a little piece of advice here. Don't twist yourself into a pretzel trying to diminish Hassan Reddick as a player. Well, that's what's nah. happening. Just yeah. to just to justify him not being like I, I, you can talk about the money, whether he you know he might, like a little too rich for our blood. That's one thing, but yeah. to say like oh he's not even that good, like best yeah, player on a bad defense, yeah. like shut up. That's uh, <laughs> d- d- don't be an idiot. <laughs> no, but Please that's, don't that's be an what idiot. we do because I know the the reality of it is this: if he doesn't want to be here, you can't make him, and it, it 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 makes no sense to try to diminish what he brings to the table because he doesn't feel like for Philadelphia. Like we feel for Philadelphia. The writing's on the wall, too. They, they, last year in the first round, they drafted a player that is very similar size-wise and plays the same position. Then they didn't pay him when he asked. I mean, th- this is a year in the making, this situation. Uh, yeah, but, I, so, like, uh, I would just say I'm not going to make the leap to say, like, I think he's unhappy here. I think he wants more money. Like, he wasn't, the reporting wasn't Hassan Reddick has demanded a trade. He has been granted permission to seek a trade. It's the same thing that happened with Slay. He is going to look, test the market, see if he's going to get more money from some other team. And if he can, then maybe we'll work out a deal for him. This isn't him saying, I want out no matter what. Like, if Howie Rosen were to say, we'll give you a deal. Like, say he looks around the market and the difference between what another team will pay him and what the Eagles will pay him is only a few million. He probably stays. I think he stays. Yeah, plus he's a local guy. He's from Camden. Well, he's trying to to get an extension. Yeah, he wants more money. So, so... It, it all depends because I think for, for guys, I mean, 16, 15 million, 16, whatever he's making, that's not nothing to sneeze at. But he's probably looking at the fact that he's a little bit older and he's probably looking to get one last bite at the apple. Totally. And the Eagles aren't looking at it like that. And for him, 29, 29-year-old pass rusher looks better than a 30-year-old pass rusher. Uh, agreed. And plus, he doesn't know right now what kind of year he will have. Yeah. He could get hurt. He could decline, right? Yeah, he's so a- he's looking for that guaranteed money. And again, I'm not mad at him for that. And everything that I say – about Hassan Reddick is purely speculation because I don't know. I, I think he's a hell of a person, hell of a pass rusher. But when you talk about 
what this team needs because that's what that's what we I think as fans we we need to realize that when we talk about making our team better somewhere you're probably going to have to trim the fat like that that's the reality and as far as we were talking about it this morning and the numbers and everything he doesn't like if he's not here it's not like a huge cap uh help or anything it like isn't. that about a million bucks but if he doesn't want to be here you can't make the man be here yeah, I mean you just can't because we are in a position right now where our culture is fragmented for whatever reason. We don't know. We have not figured that out yet. And if he doesn't want to be a part of the rebuild, then you just have to respect that and keep it moving. That's it. Yeah, look, uh, if they want to win a Super Bowl next year, though, he's, it's better if he's here. And, and they may, we may be moving towards them acknowledging that they're going to take a step back to go forward. I, mean, I don't know if we want to acknowledge that right now, but – this may be part of that kind of offseason. 215-592-9494. All right, let's give people a second clue here before we move forward here in our Hughes Clues. What do we have for another clue? We, are we doing another clue? Yeah, let's give people okay. a clue. Both won Oscars for the same movie. Ah, there's one right there. All right, so we got a pair of actors. Both won Oscars for the same movie. Tyrone, Middletown. What's up, Tyrone? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Tyrone. What's up? Oh, wow, just listening to a good show. Um, wanted to comment on the Super Bowl, a couple observations. Uh, I thought it was a great game. It got really good at the end. Uh, of note, um, but I wanted to make a comment, though, on um, on the rule changes as it pertains to the rankings of the greatest quarterbacks because I, I think the game uh, wouldn't have uh, San Francisco would have won the game if it wasn't for the rule changes for overtime. And I think that the Chiefs would have lost if not for that, because it's whoever it used to be whoever scores first. So it, it, it was whoever scored first, and then it became you, you could win with the touchdown to start. Now it's you ha- you know each team gets it no matter what happens that first possession. Yeah, but what I'm saying is with all of the changing of the rules when you're when they're ranking the quarterbacks as to who's the greatest and the goat and all of this, mm-hmm. I think it's not. You're using different. Uh, I, I'm trying to break it down as simple as I can say it. It's you mean different, different measurements, rules. different, different, different uh, analytics yeah, for each quarterback. Yeah. Every Tyler, yeah. I, I agree with you. every era has its own thing. Like, but I could also point to, yeah, you know, Montana played in an era where you know they couldn't, they they could hit the quarterback, right? That made it harder. But he also played in an era with no salary cap, so they just kept they kept all those great players. It's it's more challenging now. In the salary cap era, from that per- so every every era is different. Yeah, well, that that's true, but but at the same time, for them to call he he he's won three Super Bowls. Brady won what seven? Seven, yep. yeah. And and I think that for you know just two years ago, Brady was the greatest thing since sliced bread, and now and they were saying that he was the greatest athlete ever. Gretzky, Jordan. Jim Brown, like they're naming the icons of sports, and to throw Pat Mahomes in that mix, I think is I think is ludicrous. So, all right, Tyron, let, let me say this, and I I, I I respect that opinion. Like he hasn't done it for long enough for you yet, but at some point, everyone realized Michael Jordan was better than Bill Russell. You just saw it with your eyes, mm-hmm. right? Bill Russell won eleven rings. Jordan only had six. But at some point, you just say, like, Jordan did things Bill Russell couldn't. That's the way I view Mahomes Brady. Brady's accomplishments are the better. It's obviously better. But Mahomes does some stuff that Brady couldn't dream of doing. Yeah, true. True with his feet. And, but, but Brady was a surgeon without 
without the physical attributes. And in that and in that regard, he, I think he was a much better decision maker. If if you're just looking at a pure quarterback with 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 no speed and a bad knee, yeah, it's a fun it, look. It, it, the debate will be on now for the rest of his career. Tyrone, give us a guess for Hughes Clues. Who are we talking about? Yeah, can can I make another quick comment about uh, Hassan Reddick? Yeah, well, yeah. What do you think? Well, I think Hassan Reddick, the one. He's a great pass rusher, but the one thing I noted about him when he's on defense, when he comes up on the line, he doesn't seal the edge, and he's kind of ineffective in certain situations against the run. And if he's not making a sack, I I, I don't really recall him making too many plays other than sacks. And I think in in, in a certain respect, that's where the Eagles need more toughness and, and they need to, to shore up the middle of their defense because that's where the weaknesses lie. They do, and, and, they, and do think, they do need to do that. I mean, I don't think anyone's disputing that, but I, I'd like to keep him and add to the middle of the defense. That, that would be good. Tyrone, give us a guess here, Hughes Clues. Who are we talking about? Well, it, it kind of threw me when you said they won an Oscar, on the, each one an Oscar. I, I, I can't I, – I really don't even have a good guess for that because that one threw me off. I'm, I'm like racking my brain to see who won an Oscar. This one lasted – Way longer than I thought. Uh, I know, was. Tyrone. Man, we appreciate. Well, I think one of our callers had it, but he couldn't. Yeah. He couldn't get there. He just he was. Yeah, he, <laughs> you could say that. Terrence in Springfield. What's up, Terrence? Huge, yo, Kyle. What's up? Hey, Terrence. What's, what's up, up buddy? Man? First of all, on this glorious day, I just want to say, Big Big Niner Gang. <laughs> you know what? Any trolling we get of the Niners, we will accept it with with open arms on this show. What are you thinking here, Terrence? Look, man, I'm I feel I'm, I'm excited that Andy Reid won. I feel good for him. But I was telling Kyle every time they switched to that Taylor Swift kissing and hugging, that was kind of cringe, man. I was tired of seeing that, especially after the last the last score. They cut right to Taylor Swift like for the hundredth time, like give it a break already. Then they show him after the game kissing and smooches. Get a hotel. Yeah, you got Get a, whole, a hotel, Kelsey. They had a hotel. They probably got it in. Like uh, I'm sure they have a hotel room. Yeah, I'm sure but they do. I, I, I'm probably. I'm thinking the Niners. The <laughs> like you said, Joe, they were clowning us by how we lost. Debo said, everybody, oh, we would have won a Super Bowl last year if Purdy didn't get hurt. But what happened this year? Purdy wasn't – he wasn't the difference. And these guys were dropping like flies. Greenlaw dropped, dropped to the ground. Anybody even touched this guy. Like, yeah, that, that was spooky, Oh, that his was Achilles tough. just yeah. popped right into the field. That that one was tough. And, and I feel like right now you got to give Andy Reid his, his credit. And I got two quick points. I got one on Reddick real quick. And I got one on the situation with Kelsey on the sideline with Andy Reid. I don't know if you guys saw this, but I was on my social media after the game. And A.J. Brown tweeted out, if that was me, I would have been out of the league. And I thought that was hilarious that A.J. Brown tweeted that. Yeah, if that was me, and he, I feel like he's right about that. If that was A.J. Brown, this would have been bigger bigger news than what it is with Kelsey right now. Uh, I agree with that. So there's some discrepancy. Apparently there's some – A.J. or Slay is saying it wasn't A.J. that actually put that out there. And and so, always open it. That's A.J. I know. It, it's, it's bizarre because I don't think anyone's disagreeing with him, right? If it was A.J., it would have been a bigger deal because – you know, we have some history here, and we've, we've obviously us in Philadelphia have talked about A.J. and you know, It would have been that. more of a conversation. Yeah. It, would have yeah. been, it definitely would have been more of a conversation. On this Reddick thing, I got an argument yesterday when the tweet first came out on Elliot, on ESP's page on, on Instagram. So I tweeted, I said, I, I responded to ESP's thing. I said, the reason they're letting this guy go, probably because he, his drop-off. He dropped off in the Super Bowl, 
in the last eight games of the season, he only had two sacks. He was he was a ghost. And I feel like they feel like if this guy ain't gonna show up, either he was either he was a ghost, I told the guy, or he wasn't interested in playing. He wasn't into it, or he wasn't locked in. So it's either he wasn't there mentally, or he was a ghost somewhere somewhere else. Because he was not the defense was awful. And I told him I I'm not on the I told him I'm a fan, but I'm gonna be a critical fan. One of these guys showed up, especially especially Reddit. He was nowhere to be found. He, well, you're right about that. He did not get near the quarterback enough down the stretch. I mean, no one did, but he certainly did. Terrence, give us a guess for Hughes Clues. Who are we talking about? I, I thought I had it from the beginning, but when you guys said the Oscar, I said uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. You got it, Terrence. That's it. Yeah, because they they won an Oscar for I, I got, was it Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, they 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 wrote I, it together. Yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't watch that one. I watched I knew it from Dogma. It's never funny, even heard of that movie. This morning, You've never heard of Dogma. Nope. We were both we were all coming at the same duo, right? Like we were trying to figure this yeah. out. But we we came at it from a different perspective. He was like, yeah, Dogma, and they kind of like, no, no, Goodwill and Hunting. They looked at no, but the way y'all looked at me and everybody got quiet. I felt like well, I am the oldest person in the room, but it was I felt real old. Now, will now Goodwill Hunting actually came out before Dogma. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah, it wasn't an age thing. It just was. I, I just, I associate them always with Goodwill Hunting. Well, I always associated with Dogma. Full disclosure, I don't even remember Ben Affleck was in Goodwill Hunting. He was his buddy. He was the one that was trying to encourage him to go to school, encourage him to leave. He I mean, I know See, that Matt Damon seen. and Robin Williams. I've well, never, the, yes. that's, I've never seen Goodwill Hunting. Don't you remember the end where he, like, the whole time he tells me he wants to knock on his door one day and him not to answer? Oh, you guys, come on. I have a great recollection of Good Will Hunting. I didn't watch it. You guys got to watch. You always tell me I got to watch it. No, y'all got to watch Dogma. That was good. That was good. I watched Dogma. Who was to have Alanis Morissette in there? She was in it because she was Jesus. Alanis Morissette was Jesus? I think that's who it was. I mean, I'm not going to debate you on this. If you say that, I believe it. Isn't it ironic, don't you think? Yeah. right. Yeah. So, all right, before we move on, I just want to address one thing that Terrence said there. He mentioned the uh, Reddick sacks and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They also dropped it back in a coverage a lot at the end of the yeah, season. The, so the, let, yeah, he was. Yeah, let's he hit was, that. Yeah. All right, we did promise you the Kelsey stuff. Let's play the Kelsey audio here. So we have two different pieces of audio from Kelsey, one from this yes. weekend and one from when? A couple weeks ago? This was. January? Let's see, the date is January 18th. All right, let's listen to the first one. It, let's do this in sequential order. January 18th, okay. listen to how Kelsey talks about himself in comparison to the Eagles. Would you like to see Nick come back? Yes, of course. Yeah, I love Nick. I think Nick's a great coach. I really do. I think he's a great head coach. Um, obviously, you know, nobody was good enough this year. Um, I wasn't. None of the players, none of the coaches were good enough down the stretch. That's the reality of this business. You know, when you're that bad, it's it's a collective thing. And um, but you know, I'll always have faith in Nick Sirianni. I think he's uh, he does a lot of things structurally and organizationally that I think are really w- well done. Um, obviously, we got a lot of things to fix uh, to improve the outcomes and you know, the offense in general, uh, yeah. from my perspective, for next year. But um, no, I, I think very, very highly next year. A lot of wheeze in there, wheeze about the Eagles, as if he's still part of the team. Now listen to Jason Kelsey this weekend speaking about the Philadelphia Eagles. How are you feeling about the whole thing? And you don't know anything, do you? You're still trying to figure it out. I'll say this. I I feel really confident that the Eagles are going to be good next year. I still think they have great talent. (laughs) I still think they have great coaches. They've added two new coaches in Kellen Moore. I don't even know. Is Kellen officially? I think he's Yeah, I think he's there. Yeah. Uh, So Kellen and Vic are obviously really talented, well-respected coaches. So they're going to have a whole offseason to figure out what's stalled out, what they can do to improve it. 
and with not just the coaches, but all the people in that building, I really think uh, they're going to come back with a vengeance. I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a tremendous year next yeah. year. Um, I, I am very confident the Eagles are going to be very, very good. He gone. A lot of they's in there, everybody. No, he's auditioning, man. I mean, that doesn't I, – I hear what you're saying. I'm not de- denying He went from we to they. Yes, but you also are in on the biggest platform – and there's probably some people there that want to hear what it sounds like when you when you you know you talk about it you distance yourself from the squad. Yeah, and the uh, in between those two things, the first audio and the second, he did meet at the Super Bowl with networks to talk about a role. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's pretty clear that he's his mind is not in the same space it was a few weeks ago. Man, I tell you, the the money, and, and you know, I know some people will tell you that money is not a big deal. They're lying. <laughs> they are lying to you. The money that they're probably throwing at him, him and his wife are sitting back, and they're probably just weighing their options. He's still going to be in Philadelphia, I would assume. He's probably going to fly to whatever network he's going to go to on the weekend or whatever it is, or maybe he'll have a home here or have a home there, whatever it is. But he's going to have options, and his podcast is doing well. So I'm, I'm happy for him. I am truly happy that he has put himself in a space where he can make just as much money physically as he can mentally. I mean, that's that's a beautiful place to be. And it's not a lot of guys who can walk off the field like him at the height of your game and go into another job and make just as much or more money. I Well, I respect it. I think we all do. It's a matter of he's got to make a decision here. And it seems like sometimes it sounds like we and sometimes it sounds like they. 215-592-9494. Your phone calls coming. We'll take a lot of calls this next segment here. Are you happy, Fareed? A little bit of jealousy in there. And, of course, the Hassan Reddick situation would you trade him? Would you try to make him stay? And all your reactions to Super Bowl 58, 215-592-9494. That's how you hop in. It is the Midday Show, as always, right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. If you're a caregiver in the Philadelphia or Lehigh Valley areas looking after a loved one, reach out to my friends at Ameribest today. When you call 1-800-HOME-CARE, a live onboarding specialist will assist you in the hiring process. Ameribest offers daily pay, performance bonuses, reward programs, and more to support their caregivers. Let Ameribest take care of you so you can focus on what matters most, caring for your loved one. Call today at 1-800-HOME-CARE or visit AmeribestHomeCare.com slash radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.